recording. I was talking about my shadow people experiences lately. Like how I've been seeing things in my house since the trip to yeah. Westfield. You're, like, has it just been this week or have you been seeing stuff just more often since Mansfield? Yeah, like today was week. Just in the kitchen and I was doing dishes and it just looks like a flash goes down the hallway to my right and I turn and look and it's nothing. It's not an area of my house where something could like flash in from the road or anything like that. Hmm. Anyway, it, it, a couple things like that happen. It's, it's very strange, but very like corny revision stuff Didn't going on. Did you have on. like like footsteps or something like that going on in your house after you assembled furniture or something? I have heard those recently. That's I don't weird. know if it's a house settling, but I have heard those footsteps upstairs, and we do have all the furniture together in that room. Hmm. That's very strange. And historically, at my at my wife's parents' house, they would have similar phenomenon with that furniture, where the footsteps would go from room to room, and they sure. always said it was Grandpa checking on the kids, so That's, he could uh, be returning why, here. Why would you take that furniture? Because <laughs> we were poor. Just bought a house and needed furniture. I mean, it possessed furniture, it doesn't matter. You have just just super- haunted furniture. It's fine. You know it is. Uh, so my experience is I've just been having weird dreams, just kind of over and over. Um, it has I I may have misspoke. It hasn't been every single night, but it's been majority of my nights where it's been um, I will be asleep and then I will have a dream that I am essentially laying in my bed sleeping. And I wake up, and we normally have our bedroom door closed because second-story house, so our bedrooms doors closed, kids' bedroom doors closed. Then we have our gate across the um, stairs uh, closed, and I will have this reoccurring just dream of this like seven, eight foot tall like shadow figure just like slowly pushing the door open and then just looking inside. And then, like, that's when I wake up. Which, interesting, I woke up from that dream, this was a few nights back, woke up from that dream, kid had woken up at the same time screaming bloody murder. So, weird Didn't correlation. But that your kid's door was open the other day? Shouldn't have. Yeah, door was open. Um, could have also just been, like, we, have a, we had the windows open that night, so it could have been just crazy vacuum, because we actually do have a crazy vacuum with our windows that will cause our actually our bedroom door to just slam shut um because if the wind comes through there and that's just been since we've had the house so very strange mm-hmm. so but well, not as strange as tonight's episode tonight's yes. episode this is the episode that gets us all wake up guys and i'm super excited and if you guys aren't excited with me i'm disappointed no i was so. the one that made this recommendation for this episode because yeah. for our listeners what we've decided to do now and I wanted to pitch this to you guys, is uh, we've decided to create a basically a spreadsheet with a bunch of ideas on it. And then to choose a podcast idea, we run a random number generator. And whatever number it lands on, corresponding with that uh, you know, um, idea on the spreadsheet is what we're doing. And that's how we came up with tonight's idea. But I wanted to present to you guys, Jordan and Cody, uh, that I feel like at the end of each episode we should do the random number generator and pick the next topic and yeah. let the listeners know what it's going to be at the end of every episode. We talked sure. kind of roughly about that in our group text. so That way they know what out. to uh, 
they know what to kind of expect going into uh, build the, tension. the next one. Yeah. Yes, build the tension and the excitement for all dozen of our followers. Yes, all twelve of our listeners. So the people that's that are prob- brave enough. To <laughs> that's to probably talk. an overstatement. Yeah, I think we probably like overstated, like probably by like yeah, yeah, eleven. I mean, I mean twelve. All of our moms. I think uh, you guys are understating. Not mine. Um, be- <laughs> I think you guys are understating our listener base because you're not including all the FBI agents that listen to That's fair. what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and our so FBI agent. FBI agents. I, I don't because they're going to be, <laughs> oh boy, after this episode, we're exposing the truth that has been exposed for quite some time uh, and has a, its own Wikipedia article. But hey, we're going to get Waco'd for this one. So this so, is So, so this we're going to add a new list. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. extend our list we're on by this episode. Is that right? We're gonna get put on the men in black. Yes. List for this episode. Yes. Hey, you know what? I would love to be on that list. I mean, we all exist on a list to begin with, and our listeners, by extension, probably also exist on a few lists. Don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're not, we're not guilty by association here. The oh, they're yeah, very guilty no. by association. No, hey, you know, we live in America. You know, you're innocent until. Guilty, and all we've done is have a chat on the podcast. Yeah, you live in America, but you also live under the Illuminati. Yes, the Illuminati, and 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 as we learned, well, as we're going to learn today, the Draco reptilians and the Greys, and the treaty that the U.S. government made with the fucking Greys to abduct you. What Cody's talking about, and our episode (sighs) for the night is the Dulce base or Um, Dulce base, if you want to like get like you know a dessert. Dulce Which, that's my favorite type of ice cream, so a little uh, factoid about myself. Uh, I am Dalton. I am Cody, um, your fearless editor-in-chief. I am Jordan. I am here. <laughs> and he's held against his will. My FBI uh, agent is here in person today. Oh, nice. What is Cody's... your FBI agent's name? Uh, Fred. Fred? Also, listeners, we are very sad to say that Craig is no longer with us. Craig fired yes. us. He did not no, no, want no, no, to no. do... We fired Craig after did he we? fired us. After he fired no. us. Let's it was more of a, you can't fire me, I quit situation. No, not uh. even that. I thought we all came together. I, at least I told Craig he was fired purely because he dropped the ball last episode and almost cut everything uh, out. Yeah, yeah, and that, that caused me, the editor, to have just like a mild, like mild panic attack uh, um also we're all on webcam with each other now which is well, well dalton's not but and this is kind of a person kind of, of yes this is this is kind of fun because now we can all make crazy eyes at each other and well, just be like again i'm too so, poor to have a webcam so come fine. up with like secret hand signs and i can monitor the demons behind cody yeah. We need to uh, get Save something like moves. so we can get sponsors yeah, right. so Dalton can afford a webcam. Yeah, uh, we'll I, just can, get I, I can give you a webcam. I have one around the house somewhere I'm not using. Hey, if we can monetize it's... the podcast eventually, I mean, like, then we can buy me a webcam. Okay. Now, Jordan, is that back from your cam girl days? What do you mean back from? <laughs> <laughs> I've never so, stopped. So doing... now, now, you do... You have... I can see Jordan right now, and he's got those headphones with the cat ears on, um, that glow, and and he's wearing his cat paws. Ooh, woo, baby. And uh, neat, what's go funny neat, go neat. is there's a Star Wars poster in the background that is reflecting like Jordan's like 
head and his computer monitor, and it looks like a demon shadow moving every time. <laughs> well, that and and why is that commu- computer monitor like just strangely orange and black, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, because uh, I'm multitasking, sir. Oh, 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 oh yeah. boy! Fun fact, though, that Star Wars poster behind me is an original 1977 theatrical release poster. So, wow. Do we have our first show, like first nerd alert on the show? Because yes, I'm okay. very, I, I very mean, proud no, of that. Post nerd right. alert! No we, no, we don't, because I got caught playing Minecraft during one podcast. Oh, you did! I actually that back. was the one we just released. That was the one I just edited like oh, last okay. week, um, and uh, posted. And you can hear the how how <laughs> in the background. And it's just like, <laughs> so, so I'm like, uh, I left that in this? there. I left that in there. Yes, yeah, we should. Let's, let's that's, talk that's about the Dulce base. Dulce base. This is okay. Are we are we saying Dulce or Dulce? We need to know now. D- I saw. I say Dulce. Dulce. So it's Dulce, Dulce. New Mexico. So yeah. Dulce okay. is the Dulce correct is. pronunciation. That, that is, that is what if we it. want someone to write us and say, well, actually, then we should probably refer to it as Dulce base. But if we want our listeners to be you know, informed as to what their government and alien overlords are actually doing, we should prefer to do it as Dulce base. So and I'm voting Dulce. I think it's um, necessary to just kind of read, like, the first paragraph from the wiki, just so everybody kind of has a baseline understanding of what we're talking about before we go completely off the rails, which I know is going to happen in this episode. Um, so do you guys mind if I do that really quick? Be my guest. You so, do, you boo. The, uh, according to the Wikipedia page, uh, the Dulce base is the subject of a conspiracy theory. And again, some people call it a conspiracy theory. I call it a fact. Um, claiming that a jointly operated human and alien underground facility exists under the... And how are we pronouncing this, guys? Ar- Archuleta Mesa? Yeah, it's Archuleta Mesa. Archuleta Mesa on the Colorado-New Mexico border, not near the town of Dulce, New Mexico, in the United States of America, the greatest country on Earth. Um, Claims of alien activity there first arose from an Albuquerque businessman, Paul Benowitz. Isn't Paul the guy that doesn't really exist, or is he the only person in the story that's actually... Uh, So Paul Benowitz actually does exist. Um, Thomas Costello probably doesn't exist probably so but thomas castell is not in in the um wikipedia article probably because he doesn't exist Uh, yes but he is supposedly a dulcy base employee which he has this is going down the rabbit hole we'll get into it well but that would make sense that he doesn't exist if he is an employee of a base that supposedly doesn't exist or it's all bullshit yeah. It's one, one or the other, friend. As, as I opened it up, I, some people say a conspiracy theory, I say a fact, but, you know. Anyways, you've done the most uh, research on this, I believe, Cody, so take it. Oh, 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 oh. Do you, so we probably start. need to, like, start, do we want to start with Dwight, President Dwight D. Eisenhower? Sure. If we must. If we must. So, there's some background knowledge that our listeners need to have about Aliens in the U.S. government. And if you all can't tell, I am fucking excited for this episode. So, um, February 20th, 1954. That is the start of our timeline. So, President Dwight Eisenhower um, 
at that point in time, made a secret nocturnal trip to a nearby Air Force base and met with two extraterrestrials, which we are assuming are greys. It's what it is in most stories in Palm Springs, California. Or maybe it's all bullshit. Who knows? You make, you listeners, you get to decide. I'm voting yes. So what did Ike do um, when he met with the ETs there? Um, well, supposedly, he made a deal with, um, you know, our friendly ET, ET phone home, you know, that they would be allowed to abduct American citizens um, to do tests, various things. They had a certain number of people they could abduct every year um, and exchange for their technology. Now, that leads us into Dulcie Base. Hold which, on real quick. Yes. We're just going to skim over that fact. That, that basically just means that your iPhone was paid with the anal probing of your fellow Americans. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't that what taxes are? <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, that is actually pretty accurate. Um, taxes are anal probing. I was um, talking about the technology, but that's fair point, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, also, it, there is, depending on what you look up about the Dwight D. Eisenhower meeting with um, um, aliens. How did that come about? How did that get leaked? So, I mean, various sources. Um might have met with them at Edwards Air Force Base is is one potential like story. Um, different people. I don't remember the actual like genesis of the story. If you're looking for something that well thought out on this podcast, you're looking in the wrong place. But there's various reports of whether or not he met with Greys or he met with the Nordic alien race. Which which if we know if our listeners are up on their you know, E.T., UFO, extraterrestrials uh, visiting and playing uh, a role in um, not U.S. politics, but um, worldwide politics. Uh, supposedly, the Nordic ones are also ones who made a deal with the Nazis. So, fun fact there. Gave them well, the uh, Antarctic uh, super base? Potentially. That we're going to eventually talk about? Eventually, yes. So... Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of different kind of spins on this story. None of them are really, like, consistent. But it is always two. For whatever reason, Dwight D. Eisenhower met with two extraterrestrials. Doesn't matter if it was Greys or if it was Nordics, it's always two. I don't know why. So That's super specific. We had a shape-shifting lizard person meet with two gray aliens. No, 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 no. Dwight D. Eisenhower wasn't a, a shape-shifting Draco reptilian or reptoid. Um, because, well, so Are there's also distinguished between Draco, Draco reptilians, reptilians, reptoids, and as well as whether they are terrestrial Draco reptilians or extraterrestrial Draco reptilians. Because some of them have been living here since the <laughs> dawn of time, if you, I'm if you believe the stories. Eyes glaze over. Jordan, Jordan looks like he's like... <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just need... Y'all need y'all need Jesus. <laughs> Jesus so, was a fucking lizard. All right. Starting Confirmed. in uh, starting in 1979, uh, this Paul Benowitz gentleman uh, came forward uh, because he was convinced he was intercepting electronic communications from alien spacecraft and the like uh, outside of his town of Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, and basically this led to somehow him believing he discovered a secret underground base um, 
near Dulce, uh, populated by gray aliens and humans. Uh, and then basically in 1983, he sold or somehow his claims got picked up and put into basically the tabloid and from there the dulce base conspiracy theory was born now i want to interrupt and say when he says tabloids he means like weekly world news like now some of our listeners might not be old enough to know of weekly world news but you guys remember weekly world news right like standing there in the grocery checkout line with your parents and like looking at the like are they still there yeah. I was literally just reading a thing about, like, Prince Harry, like, wanting an apology from the Queen today while I was checking out yeah. the grocery store. Well, it, not not even that, but, like, the one where it was, like, um, in, like, in Bigfoot, movie, like, Bigfoot Black, stole my baby. Go get the, the real news, those things. But, but like, the Bigfoot stole my baby one. Uh, also, if anybody any hears idiot. explosions in the background, I'm just recording in the middle of Fallujah. It's fine. <laughs> it's uh, it currently July 3rd. Yes, it's, it's July 3rd. You might hear explosions. That is not the government kicking down our doors. I also feel like yes. it's a good thing to date this podcast, just in case we all go missing. Yes, July 3rd, also, 2022, currently 9.26 p.m. I don't want us to date these podcasts because of our delay in, <laughs> delay in releasing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to edit the, be... the most recent one after this one. I think that one was the uh, the wow signal. We it might be Fourth of July, twenty twenty three, before we uh, release this one. No, it won't be. I I will get it done. It anyways. takes like thirty seconds. Anyways. Y'all are shaming me here. <laughs> I'm doing this for free. Um, uh, weekly I, 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 I haven't seen anything about like Bigfoot stole my baby in what, a long what time. Was it? All it I wasn't see when I'm checking out is news. just I, I just see stuff. It is weekly uh, world news. Yeah, it's literally there, in the wiki. Uh, is it? Oh yeah, yeah, weekly world news. Yeah. But, like, that was back when Weekly World News was, like, talking about, like, UFOs and aliens and chupacabra and stuff like that. Like, yeah, not, not like, all, like, fake tabloid TMZ bullcrap. Right, right. Because that sells more than, you know, Dingo's Ate My Baby. So. Yeah, 30 years ago today, Batboy found in Cape was on the cover of Weekly World News. See, I would buy that magazine. I would straight up buy that if that Dude, was Dude, we could start there. the JFK AFK magazine. No, like, no one would buy it. Yeah. Except for me. Dude, people I... would buy it. Especially with our fantastic, um, like, that picture you have up, like, on the Instagram as, like, the profile picture. Like, if that was just the, like, the picture on the front of every single one. Oh, just JFK signing something? Uh, yeah. Like our just, picture? It's just a good picture. I enjoy it. I mean, that's that's our picture for all the things. That's like our picture for the podcast and stuff. Yeah, if that was just the front cover of every magazine, and then you had to open it actually to find out what was inside, I think that would you know people. Would Anyways, buy it just because we're getting off topic. So as as always, as always, uh, every time we we get off topic, take a shot. Um, You're, they're so... gonna die. <laughs> we're not liable for alcohol. We're not liable for your for your living through this episode. Shot. We just got off topic again. <laughs> Do another shot. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm completely sober uh, this month, so like. So, Paul Benowitz is an interesting character. Like he did, if I remember correctly, end up like suiciding, and the and listeners can't see the air quotes here, but you can see the air quotes. He was suicided, any, from, from any, what most people can assume. Any suicides or suspicious deaths involved with something like this have to have an allegedly 
with them or air quotes. I mean, oh, yeah. it just exactly. has to. Well, how do I put it? As the one senator said, um, Christmas tree ornaments, lights, and Jeffrey Epstein, these three things did not hang themselves. And so. people involved with secret alien bases don't commit suicide. No, they just they get suicided. So, the other important figure that is really important to talk about here is someone who may not exist. I don't know that he does. If he does, this man is is very interesting. It's Thomas Castello. So, supposedly is an employee of of Dulcie Base. Um, very hard to find information on. Um, there is supposedly a picture of him. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but I don't think he exists because... No, he exists, just not officially. Right, like, I don't know. Just so, like all of us could disappear and not officially exist anymore. So, like, we need to just talk about what Dulcie Base is. So, Dulcie Base, in, in and of itself, is supposedly a joint alien-human base, where both aliens and humans from the U.S. government work together to do supposedly... Like technology testing and genetic manipulation. Um, there and is a, a bunch of local legends from the native. Uh, I believe it's some offshoot of an Apache tribe, if I remember right. Um, that there is supposedly there. They uh, there it is. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Jicarilla, Jicarilla. If, the, if someone from the Apache Nation is, is listening to our podcast, please <laughs> let us know if we're mispronouncing this, because we probably are. Yes, we are. Um, Apache Legislative Council President Ty Vincetti, uh, which sounds surprisingly Italian, um, has actually made Dulce Base as part of their tourism. Um, of course he has. So, but, like, there's a lot of local legends around, like... Bigfoot sightings, UFO sightings, stuff like that around so, there. Cattle mutilations. Well, supposedly um, they see, like, you know, uh, pretty much everywhere out west in the deserts of, like, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, they get those, like, strange lights all the time that are constantly attributed to Area 51. Right. But also, I mean, if alien craft are coming and going from a joint, you know, U.S. Alien base that would also make sense, right? The and other so, good point to mention is supposedly on as you can find them on the internet with a simple Google search. There were some rather detailed sketches of what the supposed layout of the Dulce base. Yes, is. and I sent that to you guys, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and it's interesting. It's very Dante's um, Inferno looking. <laughs> there's like well, yeah, yeah. You make a very valid Pulling point because there's like up. seven tiers. They're all circular, and they pretty much like go from like basic things like you know um cryogenic storage to human experimentation and the part where they steal the souls of um time travelers basically so yeah so let's talk about that so first floor right of dulce base underneath now remember i want our, our listeners to have in their mind this is underneath archuleta mesa so this is a gigantic tabletop-looking mesa, and if you don't know what Archuleta Mesa looks like, go Google an image real quick. It it will really help you visualize this, unless you're driving, in which case, <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do that. Um, 
but like it, it's just a mesa. It's this big flat top piece of thing that just sticks out of the ground, not like a mountain, but it's just flat at the top. So supposedly this is underneath all of Archuleta Mesa, um, and it pretty much takes up the entire space. It's huge. This is a massive complex. First floor, right? Of this, like, first level down. Now, what do you guys want to guess that it is, right? Like, hopefully you guys don't have it up, like, right here, and you I just take, not. like, guess. Jordan? Dalton, you want to uh, take guess what it is? Oh, God, it's been so long. Yes, it is security and communications, but mostly just government offices. People who do paperwork. Mm-hmm. Level two, it's the human staff housing and government offices. People who do paperwork. Um, now level three is where you get to the first set of things, which is, um, alien housing? no alien housing is level five, smartass. So I don't have it pulled up. I'm just guessing. I'm, no, level three is, um, execs and labs. So that's where they do some like testing and stuff like that. Level four, mind control experiments, right? And also level four, from my understanding, is where if you astrally project into Dulce Base, they have some sort of system that is set up that will like capture your soul and keep it there, and they will liquefy it. So that's fun. So, so no they astral will, projection. They will, li- they will liquefy your soul or your body? Soul, not body. So is the, your body just you dies wherever it is. How do you, you liquefy turn the soul, soul into like a power source by liquefying it? Actually, food. The, the greys that live there at Dulce Base apparently eat the, like, wet trash, which is, like, souls food. It's not really specified as to what the liquid garbage is, but... Eh. So wet um, trash is human souls. Got it. More or less. But, like, to, to briefly do, like, a thing on astral projection, men who stare at goats. If you've seen that movie... I was just looking at that, yeah. Yeah, it's men who stare at goats actually a real thing um cia experiment which it was we're gonna talk uh, about. project stargate i believe yep. it was yep. and we will do an episode on project stargate but just as a quick primer for it, men who stare at goats you you were projecting your mind and soul to see other things that you can't physically see where you're and at so that's most that's military bases have an air defense system to keep you know, foreign enemy planes out. Mm-hmm. The Dulce base has a astral projection defense system that yeah. captures your soul. That captures your soul, and your body just dies wherever your body is physically. So, and yeah. what's level five, Cody? Um, oh, level, level five. Yeah, level five is alien housing, my man. That's where the aliens stay. So, level six. We're we've got a detailed map of level six. We're gonna go further into level six here in a moment, but that's genetic experiments. So that's fun. We'll talk about that. And then level 7 is cryogenic storage. Now, also on level 6, to go back to that, they have an underground shuttle to Los Alamos. So you can travel from Los Alamos to Dulce Base. Um, Also, the elevators do not just go straight down in this place. You apparently have to go and get to the next elevator to get clearance to the next level. So um, let's talk about level 6 real quick, because level 6 is interesting so level six you have the nordic alien security so apparently there's nordic aliens here as well as gray aliens as well as draco reptilians so those are an important distinction and draco reptilians um you know they're a weird subset of 
reptilian aliens. We'll do a whole episode on Draco reptilians, so I don't want to get too into the weeds as to what a reptilian is. But look up David Icke if you're if you're curious, and he's he's the reptilian man. So if you guys, uh, if our listeners are curious, currently our episode idea list sits at almost 100 items. Yep. So yep. You and ever growing. So it's coming down the ever growing. So, um. This is a map that supposedly um, Thomas Castello sent to a person named Cherry Hinkle, who is the only reason we know about Thomas Castello, which is why Thomas Castello might be bullshit. So, maybe, maybe, but open your minds and your hearts. So, level six. Uh, all of these are in a very circular layout, so keep that in mind. Um, you have cages on the outer ring. Right, and that's where they keep everything from like, like bat people, to like human hybrid anything mixtures. Supposedly, the people who work at Dulce Base believe that these people who they're doing genetic experiments on are to cure insanity, because they mainly like abduct crazy people and use them for their experimentation. So, if you work in the mental health field, I guess I guess we're all fucked. So. And, and I knew that a I long have, time ago. I have this pulled up, and uh, pretty much the entire outer ring is labeled as what's called the Nightmare Hall. The Nightmare Hall, because that is the next layer in where they do more genetic experiments. No real specific information as to what the Nightmare Hall is, but the, the Nightmare Hall is terrifying. The name kind of covers it. Yeah. You also have Nordic Alien Security, and I think it's also important to remember that um, all of security is equipped with what are called flash guns, according to Thomas Castello. So Thomas Castello said with the flash guns, it looks like a little, like, I don't know, laser blaster kind of looking thing. And you have three settings. So you have first setting, which will cause you to, like, have paralysis and to, like, um, loss of memory. This works... This will kill if you have, like, a heart condition, supposedly. And it works even on the aliens. It works on the reptilians, the Nordics, and the, um, the greys, supposedly. Um, not just humans. So, level two, that one, I forget what that one does off the top of my head. Fuck. Basically, it's the laser blaster from, like, Men in Black. Kind of, but level three is what is called serious business mode. And that is how Thomas <laughs> Castello refers to it, is serious business mode. And, like, he doesn't really talk about what serious business mode does. Oh, uh, one thing that it can supposedly do, though, is levitate objects. Like, any object. Hmm. It doesn't funny. matter how big it is. It can levitate objects. So that's how the pyramids got built. Supposedly. I mean, same idea. Probably not a flash gun, but... Basically, then they have DNA labs uh, on the next inner ring, and then the yep. ring after that is, like, a whole security ring. It, like, And that's basically it, just all security on the inner ring. Yeah. So, it's it's an interesting thing here, and, and I want to kind of touch on Thomas Castell a little bit more here on one particular thing. So, um, supposedly, according to Thomas Castello... Um, there was an incident that he was a part of. So, Thomas Castello claims he was a security guard, and he had built relationships with several of the, um, Draco reptilians, 
um, other humans who worked there, and didn't really buy the whole story that, you know, they were helping to cure insanity. So they decided that they were going to um, stage, like, a coup and try to, like, get rid of, like, the higher, like, military staff there, the higher reptilians, and all that sort of stuff. So they had secret meetings, they had secret codes. The greys apparently you had to be very careful with because they could read your mind and they operate as almost like a hive mind, whereas the reptilians are much more individual. Associating with aliens and humans off hours is not okay, but it is okay for them to talk and fraternize in the lab, apparently. But they cannot sit together and eat at lunch. Yes, yes. They would sit in the same dining hall, but they could not sit at the same table because on Wednesdays, the reptilians didn't want to wear pink or something like that. Well, so, it sounds a lot like the time period in which it was in, where everything was segregated. I mean, the 80s? Yeah, like the 70s. I'm pretty sure civil rights movement happened in the like long before the 80s, buddy. Um, 56, maybe? Uh, maybe. Um, so, 64. 64, there you go. Um, so, what happened with this little revolution? So, they were all meeting at one point in time. And a bunch of heavily armed military guys who Thomas Castello identifies as Delta Force because it's the late 80s, early 90s, and Delta Force is the hot shit of the time. If you have any movies that are like military movies, they're either Navy SEALs or they're Delta Force. So Delta Force comes kicking down the doors and guns down everyone. Like, everyone who's part of this resistance movement. Except... Thomas Castello. He is sitting upstairs in his security guard booth totally fine. I don't know if you guys are thinking what I'm thinking, but I am pretty sure Thomas Castello sold out the resistance. Sounds like he was a snitch. He was a snitch. He told Delta Force. He told the well, he's upper... A, he's also the reason we have the map. And he is. the inside information, so it makes sense he's a snitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, I mean... According to him as well, like, some of the greys would drink, like, special liquid to stay alive. They didn't wash themselves, um, though he can't be sure of that, as he didn't have access to their private chambers, but he had access to every level of the facility. And they were scared of guns, but actually terrifying in their own way, as they have no emotions. So, that's the greys for you. Um, one UFO bother asked, Did they try to mix sexually with the humans? Uh, Thomas replied, they did not try to create hybrids uh, the, with the humans at the base. Uh, did try to create hybrids. So the humans were the ones doing the experimentations, not the aliens. So, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, I got a little bit more. Yeah. Hit, so, that's all I got on Thomas, at least. Well, there's another gentleman named Phil Schneider. Phil Schneider also talks about Delta Force. Yeah, Phil Schneider also brings up um, Delta Force, um, but he was supposedly a, a government employee uh, and explosive uh, explosives expert who was involved in the construction of the Dulce base. And his story, um, which he presented in 1995, um, is that he alleged during the project's con uh, initial stages that the military encountered aliens, uh, alien entities beneath the ground. Um, and then basically by meeting them underground, they kind of like brokered a 
peace agreement and deal, and that's how the joint um, alien um, human base came to be. Uh, and that supposedly part of the reason the Dulce base was built there um, was potentially due to the ground being used for a nuclear detonation, which created a large cavern. Interesting. The Russians did it. Why can't we? Yeah. So. And the aliens are specifically stated to be cave dwelling alien. Mole people. Um, <laughs> mole people. Uh, and. Snyder, however, not only claimed to have seen things, uh, but to have lost several fingers during a firefight between terrified soldiers and frightened alien life forms. So he claims that the um, fight between the soldiers and the alien life forms, uh, and there could be multiple. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. Could, there could have been an be alien surprised. resistance that Delta Force put down, um, <laughs> but then Snyder also states that there was a firefight between uh, soldiers and frightened aliens uh, when they discovered each other underground um, and apparently lost several fingers due to it, which is very interesting because yeah. I would be interested to know if his fingers were, like, laser-beamed off or, like, how that happened. He doesn't say? No, doesn't say. Interesting. And so apparently the government brokered a peace deal and created the base. So... That's the facts about Dulce Base. Oh, like that we have. The article I'm reading states that Snyder claimed that roughly 60 human people were killed in the purported firefight below the desert. That's some rookie numbers. Those aliens gotta bump those up. None of his statements have ever been proven. Yeah, six zero per this article. That's not. That's not a lot. Um, And Snyder, get this. Hear me out. Snyder supposedly died by suicide in 1996 a year after a year after he brought this up and made a public statement about it most of the people associated with dulcie base um have been suicided at some point in time literally one year though after he brings it up and breaks the story on his side of the story about dulcie base he commits suicide that's a little strange to me there's a huge allegedly there for me so this is what we've got information about Dulce Base. Dulce Base doesn't ha- have a whole lot about it. Like, what do you guys think? Like, let's get into theory crafting well, and just talk about it. Like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm gonna start with supposedly there's pictures floating around of the genetic experimentation. You can find pictures of like aliens, like in bags, like floating in a dark room. Well, those have those been well. The, either way. Those have been proven to be fake. They are actually from a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, and let me find the name of it here real quick. Um, it is uh, The Sixth Day. So somebody took screenshots from the movie The Sixth Day and then passed them around as the aliens from the Dulce base. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I've never seen it. The movie or the... Both. Oh yeah, there's the bags, people. With good old Arnie swimming by him. So yeah. there, there is a heavy do, do, like dose of skepticism on some of this stuff, obviously. But at the same time, people committing suicide a year after they broke or a, like you know a story, um, you know all the crazy stuff that does go on out west. We already have Area 50. 
one, you know, that's obviously a very real location above ground. It would make sense if they were going to do something even more highly classified to put it underground, right? Okay. And only have it really accessible by, like, underground, um, you know, shuttle or whatever it may be. Um, so I, I think... I, I think it's highly, you know, plausible. I found out about the Dulce base from the History Channel, like, ten years ago when they did, a, like, a story on it. What was it, the and, UFO uh, Hunters or something like yeah, that Yeah, the show? UFO Hunters. I actually and found that full episode on YouTube. You can watch really? it. Really? Yep. It's, it's lived, like, rent-free in my head, and I think about it at least a couple times a year, ever since I watched that UFO Hunters episode. Yeah. Jordan, your eyes have been glazed over this entire time. Yeah, man. Was, we haven't heard from you. reason. So I was reading the wiki, wiki article about it. Hit us with your thoughts. I mean, just reading through it, the first initial thought I have is it's very reminiscent of just general men in black kind of alien-human cooperation. Like Whereas, like the beginning of the movie where they're like walking through um, the actual like facility and, and right. like there's the aliens and like the coffee, coffee machine break room stuff and just being like... Hey! It does like, sound a lot like that, actually. Yeah, that's the when I first because I, I had not heard about this until you had brought it up. Honestly, I uh, had heard about it years ago, but I totally forgot about it. It's like Bohemian Grove. What I do wonder, though, Bullock's given hungry. this this kind of facility is similar to the Men in Black mindset, is how many of those aliens? Sure, they're supposed to be underground, but how many are actually not underground? and working in the area around there above ground. I mean, similar to the Men in Black them, mindset. How many of them would just be, like, you know, inside a New York office structure, like like you're talking about, like, yeah. you know? Like, you walk into a mail, a post office, and everyone takes off their mask, and they're all aliens, you know? Right. I mean, Again, that would make a lot of sense. You're literally just talking about, like, the United States government. <laughs> yeah? Every single one the of them is a lizard person. Everybody knows it. Now... Was it the underground tunnel connects to Los Alamos, correct? Supposedly, correct. yes. Like it is a tunnel that takes you from Dulce Base to Los Alamos, or vice versa, which would make sense because nobody has ever seen anybody going to the Mesa and entering right. a base. So it makes well, sense let's... if they were going into Los Alamos, going underground, and being transported to the base. Well, similar. Is it Los Alamos or Area 51 where there's an actual tunnel from Las Vegas? So for for Area 51, they don't do a tunnel. They have um, the flights. Planes. They have the planes mm. that I forget what the tail number of them is, but it's a certain tail number, and I think it's called Jane. They might be Jane flights or something like that. Um, that they they come in on a particular plane with a particular Janet. set of Janet, that's what it is. Janet um, flights. Janet flights, and those are the ones that go in and out of from Las Vegas to Area Fifty One, um, and then back. And they go every single day to drop off employees, um, and that's how they go to work. So, even though there is a parking lot there at Area Fifty One, um, we can see it on satellite images. But yeah. So looking at that Janet airline information, it is kind of weird because they do have. S- five listed stations where they have destination codes for mm-hmm. four of which are actually named one of which station six is indicated unknown 
Well, that would. What make does that sense. mean for for listeners and stuff like station names? Like, so for know? this, it's destination code. So from the Janet Hub in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. they have destination codes for where the flights are going. So they have five list or have four listed U.S. Air Force production flight test installation, Plant Forty Two. Area 51, the Tonopah Test Range, Harry Reid International Airport, and then one Station 6 is listed as unknown. So there is a location that Janet flights go to that are not listed. Interesting. Place. According to... Uh, that Schneider, I did not know. According to Schneider, he claims that there are 129 hidden facilities of human-alien cooperation in the United States of America. I mean, that would make sense. You wouldn't just want one. I mean, we know for a fact one is underneath Cheyenne Mountain because that's where they have the Stargate. So Not not big through the Stargate program. The actual no, no, no. Stargate. The actual Stargate where, you know, like Teal and, and like SG-1 <laughs> shocks everybody in the room. Uh, no, so it actually has Station 9 listed on here, but only five actually listed. So there are a number of stations that are so secret they're not even listed in any information you can find. I mean, and that's interesting. Let's talk about the United States black budget that's publicly known, but it's classified on what that money is being spent on and what the amount of money is, but it's typically estimated to range between 50 and $80 billion of the yeah. U.S. taxpayer money. And so if there are flights going to places that are so classified they can't even be listed on as destinations... And there's an entire U.S. budget in the billions, like almost you know, fifty to eighty billion dollar range. That would make sense to go to upkeep of absolutely like off the books, incredibly secret. Well, you don't exist level secret installations. Even if we just take a step back, right, and we remove aliens from this equation entirely, right? How many bases did America have that? They just kept secret or put underground because they could hide them from Soviet spy planes or Soviet spy satellites later or just Russian spy satellites well, or now Chinese is, spy satellites. There is like, that um, that known... It, oh, God. I'm going to mess this up so terribly. Somebody's going to call me out on this. But <laughs> it's in Colorado, and I, it was a military base, but I think it's a weather monitoring station now. Like, it, that's not ran by the military anymore. But it's basically, it was carved into a giant mountain, so, like, in a mm-hmm. mountain. And, like, basically they built skyscrapers in a mountain on special, like, footing. So that way, if there's, like, an earthquake or anything, they stay perfectly stable. And it's all, like, done inside of a granite mountain. Like, Interesting. As we all Google it. Yeah. Right. Um, I found the Weather Underground, which is not at all um, a weather-related station. The Weathermen? No, the Weather Underground. A radical left-wing militant organization from 1969. (laughs) Essentially eco-terrorists. So so that's what you found? Yeah, it's the Weathermen? No, it's the Weather Underground. Yeah, they're they're called Weathermen, though. Oh, Oh, the individuals were Weathermen? Yeah. Yeah. No. The the organization was the Weather Underground. Well, so. we're yeah. we're off topic, but yeah, take another shot. I, I promise I will uh, find the name of this and I'll reference back to it in a future podcast episode. I'm sure. Yes. Um, but basically, yeah, they built this entire like base in a mountain. 
built skyscrapers and everything inside the mountain and it's not like classified anymore and the way it's set up they even have underground ponds in the mountain because then it provides like water and cooling and everything um and these buildings inside this mountain can withstand like earthquakes and everything and so if they're well they could probably survive a nuclear strike at least absolutely and it's basically like it's basically its own city and from what i read about it like people live in there for like a couple days before they like come out like from their ship well but like the ability to do it we we've built underground bases i mean hell the germans were building underground bases like the fuhrer bunker um in my point in bringing like this world up world war ii just... like that's a thing like humanity's been building underground bases for a but, long time well but like i bring up the one i brought up just because of how technologically advanced it is like and so like if we're capable like if we're capable of doing something like that like the dulce base seven levels of like terror and the underground tram system from los alamos isn't you know out of the question it's not impossible it's just gonna be expensive like a shitload of money to do but i mean how many of those have already existed from like cold war right because it makes sense you would want to have like bases where like yes this is where we have nuclear missiles and then you have ones where it's like no one knows they're there they don't exist and then you could easily turn those into later research and development bases why get rid of the facility when you don't need it for that purpose anymore but you still need it for something because then you got the space and you can work on all manner of stuff it went through what a dozen different uses before aliens yeah i mean u2 spy plane we know for a fact that was built there like all the spy planes well all the spy planes but plane 42 all when the russians captured the u2 spy plane when it crashed um, in Soviet territory, they knew exactly what it was because when they flew over, they had thermal imaging of the ground from where they were, like putting the plane on the tarmac, and they could lay it out identically, and they knew exactly what it was. So, you know, I mean, we've been hiding shit underground for for decades. Like, um, and if you're wanting to hide aliens, let's just go back to that. Sure. A digging a base under or into a giant mesa that doesn't have any exterior entrances and you can only get there via tunnel makes perfect sense right Mm -hmm. because then you if there's any coming and goings on the outside that's going to raise immediate suspicion right but like Mm -hmm. if the only comings and goings is everything's underground right and you're just using this giant natural rock formation it's a perfect hiding spot and then let's say from the top, because it's a giant flat mesa, they somehow have the capability to have alien spaceships go in and out. Like, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Well, and you don't need to have a localized supply chain because you can just ferry supplies in and out of um, that facility via that tram system. Right. And it, I you know think... what it makes me think of though, Half Life. Yeah. Like, Never did you guys play Half Life? I did. Uh, with like gordon freeman like the whole opening sequence where you're on a tram and like then like you have to like stabilize the reactor like that's dulcy base more or less and then like the aliens popping up and then just having to like shoot the aliens to get and i think the dulce base just kind of like the episode we did on the man from turid i think there's a lot of callback I, i think there's a lot of pop culture i think there's a lot of really just blatant fake hoax people just going like 
you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, right? But there's enough there with everything, kind of like the CIA theories when you start to go down that rabbit hole. There's enough there where all of a sudden you start to kind of go, this might be plausible. Yeah. Where there's yeah. smoke, there might be fire. Yeah. Whether it, whether there's truly aliens or it's just a secret base or it doesn't exist at all, but like Snyder said, there's 129 other places throughout the country or more at this point. The government Hell, there's a secret base in downtown Dayton where they built parts for the nuclear bomb. Yeah, that's the Holy thing. Holy shit, really? And it's still yeah. there. It's just a random brick building in a random rundown suburb of Dayton. Yeah, that that is a thing. Well, they built parts of it. They did research for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a lot of the math and stuff like that. I forget what it's called, but like... Um, they also mined a lot of the, uh, like, uranium for it at the mound yeah. here in Dayton. So, like, that's a thing. So yeah, It's called the Dayton Project is where it was. And it's yeah. Unit 3, specifically. And it was, it was Dayton. They, associated with the Manhattan Project, yeah. You know, right off of uh, Colonel Glenn, near that part of the Air Force Base, mm-hmm. um, there's just this random, unassuming brick barn-looking building. But it was actually the building that basically was used to invent radar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyways, on the Dulce base, uh, Jordan, Cody, we'll go in that order to myself. Um, where do you guys stand on it? Let's wrap it up, get to the dad advice, and choosing the next episode topic. Let's do it. Jordan? Yeah, so I'm, I'm in the same boat as Dalton where more more than likely a base like this exists whether or not it has aliens or experiment on actual civilians is is probably dubious but i do believe something like this does exist doing really odd odd human-like experiments is what i should say fair um i'm gonna be in the same camp i think does a underground base exist in dulce new mexico i don't know do underground bases like this probably exist? A hundred percent. Like, I would bet my bottom dollar on it. Um, is there, like, aliens associated with it? I don't know, but I'd like to believe that there is, because that just sounds awesome. Like, that's just yeah. too cool to make me not want to believe it be true. But yeah, that's just me. Dalton? All right. And I've already said, I, I think that, just like everybody else, a base like this exists. Um... I would like to say that I hope there is a human alien base um, purely just because I think that that would be really freaking cool. Um, and I think that if we're working with the alien, that's even better. Um, and there's there's things that we didn't even touch on uh, just for time constraints where, you know, p- there are hundreds, you can Google them, uh, accounts of abduction where people go missing for days, weeks at a time, they have memories of being operated on or experimented on, and then all of a sudden they get put back into society and they wake up somewhere, like close to where they were originally, and three weeks have passed or something like that. Uh, Where did they go? You know, did Mm -hmm. they just get beamed up into a spaceship? Maybe. I mean, did they just go on a bender of heroin? Possibly. Uh, Or did they get taken to a a Dulce base? I say a Dulce base because I think it's a good representation of just all secretive U.S. military installations, potentially. Um, And we know the military spends and the government spends an obscene amount of money 
on things that they will never tell us about. So it, ju it just makes sense that something like this exists and the aliens fit well into pop culture. They fit well into the kind of the boogeyman story of making it scary um, and for me exciting. So um, I think we need a Dulce base in our life just to keep um, <laughs> just to keep everybody on their toes, keep everybody thinking, you know. Everyone um, needs their own personal Dulce base. We need to always be skeptical. Yeah. Always be skeptical. All right, Jordan. Dad advice. Dad advice time, guys. Uh, nothing certain in life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Expect Cody? the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Um, you know, check on your friends. They might they might need help. You never know. Like, check on your friends, be good to each other, watch out for each other. And you never know, they might need help making their own personal kill dozer. So, you know, they might need your help welding. So check on your friends. Dalton? Um, for me, um, it, my dad's advice is it's your duty um, as an individual who is capable of anything uh, in life to do better. To be better and if you're not working on being better hopefully this is the moment that you realize you need to and you start getting after it to be better because you're capable of it beautifully said sir beautifully Very said and Great. I'm going to hit the random number generator yes what is our next episode so everybody can see it. Um, actually, there might be. Is there a drum? Ah, there is. Let's play it. Hold on, hold on. In the Discord, I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can see the number. So please tune in to my screen, Jordan and Cody. Ah, yes, Discord. Let me let me take a look. I'll do drum roll. And six. Oh, hold on. No, you only set max of ten. Oh, my, my bad. God, I can't Let's fucking see. count. Jeez. 88 is what we're up we to, so I need to do... Right. Yeah, let's try I this had again. It. One, I had it. Hold on. One more time. Four. Here we go. Uh, it'll make sense, Jordan. We'll oh, because your Excel got it. 69. Everybody nice. with, say it with me. <laughs> nice. The Kelly Hopkinsville encounter Ooh, will be our next episode. I'm excited nice. for this one. This is more Aliens. All right, everyone, Kelly everyone, everyone, Google that. everyone leave here and Google that now for preparation. Not yeah, us, guys. listener. All right, guys. All well, right. Thank you for tuning into this new uh, episode on the Dulce Base. And yes. Have a good evening. Have a good evening. Be good to each other out there and stay spooky. Party on, dudes. Party on, Garth. <laughs>